Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Tell you the only Bronco I like is a Bronco that you carve a fucking burger out of. Oh, a horse? <laughs> you want a horse burger? For some reason, I thought a Bronco was like a bull. No, no, it's a horse. Mm. The Broncos. It's a football team. The horse is the mascot. <laughs> well, are is it? Okay, let's just assume first of all that most hamburger meat in the United States of America is already horse meat, you could, which is legal, I believe. Now. Yes, it yeah, is. I mean yeah. horses are good meat. Sure, yeah. It's like fun. a fucking walking around. It's like you can't eat a car, but you can eat a horse. It's terrible you're, meat. Think about this. Yeah, Imagine if you meat. could have a car made out of fucking jerky, but <laughs> if you're driving across the country and you run out of gas and you're stuck in the desert, yeah. you can eat your car. That's what a horse is. <laughs> you want a jerky car and a horse is nothing but that. Technically, a so horse is a jerky were- car with a rug on the top of it that can be made into clothes if you need it to be. <laughs> and this is just how you see animals, huh? Yeah. Just as future jerky. As to whatever is fucking convenient for what I need. That's right. All right. Welcome to the show, everyone. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. With us, as always, um, let's just say um, zookeeper or zookeeper. I don't know. Some animal thing. Swiss Army zookeeper Henry Zabrowski, where you could take a cat. Oh, if you kill it, it can also be an oven mitt. Oh, (laughs) you could take a dog. Well, specifically a cat, because you could core out its butthole and stick your hand up there and use its mouth to hold a a pot or and or pan. You could use a big rat for that as well. No. Coon, no, this is where your imagination is wrong. <laughs> what are you would, talking about? What you use a rat for is a microphone cover or a oh, golf club cover. Sure. Well, I'll <laughs> Which tell I you. still don't really understand the purpose of. I've never been golfing. No, you're not I've allowed. never been rich enough. Yes. And I don't have strong enough hips. For the right. swinging motion. Well, the guy we're about to talk about, he was like, actually a great golfer. He had very strong wait a second, hips wait a second. because I he was, was a running back. We mentioned it. I, um, I spilled some uh, apple juice <laughs> no, onto, you, onto my We're talking lap. about O.J. Simpson. We're <laughs> talking juice. about O.J. Simpson. Is loose. The juice. <laughs> oh, the juice. Everyone loves the juice. This week it's is 20 years, right? the 20th yeah. anniversary of the Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman murders perpetrated mm. by Mr. O.J. Simpson. 
Now, it, is it 20 years to the night that they were murdered, or is it 20 years to the day that he was he was uh, basically uh, Bronco accused chase. of the crime? The Bronco chase. Yeah. Yesterday was the, bron- the 20th anniversary of the Bronco chase, and I believe Monday was the anniversary of the murders. Yeah. Takes me back, man. Oh. Well, I got something to say about that Bronco chase, but we'll talk about it when we get there. <laughs> yeah, Cutting because- off my Knicks game. <laughs> Unbelievably upsetting. I still remember when, when Princess Di died, and it was the middle of me watching Saturday Night Live, and yeah. I was just like, who's Princess die. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I want Chris Farley. <laughs> oh my God. Well, for some of our younger listeners out there who may not remember this, I know all of us were around 10, 11 years old uh, when that happened. Ben, you may have been 12. Uh, we... <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's roughly ten or eleven. Yeah, so t- a time when we can definitely we can remember this uh, fairly vividly. Yes, uh, O.J. Simpson was one of the greatest running backs to ever grace. Yeah, the game. that's right. You, ladies and gentlemen, he used to be a football player. He was a Buffalo <laughs> Bill. Yes, yeah, he was 32. The, he was the first. And by the way, my uh, football number in junior high was thirty-two, and my coach used to call me O.J. Yeah, well, that's yeah. not terrifying. Yeah, that Fun was nickname. and this was nineteen ninety-five. 96. That's so great. Murder still very fresh in the minds of Americans. <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, you can see by your crooked smile and your coyote type eyes that you were <laughs> you were just about to snap anyway. <laughs> oh man. Because sometimes a woman will just drive you crazy. All right, okay. take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. Yeah, OJ Simpson, first guy to rush for two thousand yards. Uh, his uh, offensive line was that's called like ten football fields. That's a lot of football fields. It's much more than ten. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's two thousand football fields. A thousand, a hundred yards is a football field. I'm no football expert. Yes, there's a two thousand. It's two thousand football fields. No, it's two hundred. Two hundred, whatever. I'm no mathematician. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, of course, uh, OJ. His nickname was the Juice. You know, because his name is OJ. Yes. Orenthal James, mm-hmm. uh, and because his style of playing was electrifying. Yeah, because they oh, called right. it. What, what was his name? They called him the, they uh, called, the Electric Company. They called his offensive line the Electric Company. Oh, okay, very good. Yeah, he was a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. 1985, he was inducted, and then he became an actor. And he, he was charming. He is a wonderful actor. Go back and watch the Naked Gun films. Oh, oh the he best. is wonderful. Yes, he is brimming with homicidal intent, but. <laughs> yeah. We did not know that at the time, though. Sometimes yeah. that makes for a good comedian. Look at us. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yes, sometimes, yes, we may, you know, <laughs> say things we don't mean. Yeah. You know, get, you know, stir the pot a bit. Sure. <laughs> but he got an attractive girlfriend. Yes. Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah, he was in Roots. He was in The Klansman. He was in Capricorn 1. Um, the Klansman? Yes. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> what yeah. was he? Was he one of the clans? He played a pair of boots. <laughs> oh, He's very good actor. Very good actor. God, some of the best boot acting I've ever seen. In 1979, he started a production company making made-for-TV movies, including Goldie and the Boxer and Cocaine and Blue Eyes. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. And at the time of the murders, I wonder 19- where he got Cocaine and Blue Eyes from. Just staring at Nicole as she <laughs> threw the huge line in Miami. Uh, he had a uh, a pilot at the time of the murders uh, called the Frogman. Now, it had just what, been uh, re- it had just been filmed. But okay. see, for some oh, reason, a pilot I, uh, for the television. A pilot show. for television. Okay. It was an A team ripoff called the Frogman. And in fact, in one scene, he holds a knife to the throat of a woman. Well, mm, sometimes if you're a Frogman, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, you know. And sometimes that woman is, you know, maybe driving you fucking off the fucking handle. Well, you yeah. know, you never know. But yeah. if I, when I was a kid, I remember distinctly hearing about frogmen um i 
uh, I was playing Battletoads, and for some reason I was fixated on the idea that he was going to play a giant frog. And then when the murders happened, I remember just thinking of me like, man, and he was just about to play a giant frog. Man, that sucks. That's the, that's the worst thing that came out of that whole murder, double murder there. He couldn't be a, a big frog for a made-for-TV movie. I'm just getting into the mind of a young Henry Zabrowski. God. Of course, he was a famous I wish spokesman. you would have been interviewed on the news. <laughs> What's the worst thing about the scandal, Mr. Zabrowski? He ain't never gonna be a frog again. <laughs> oh, pan away. Cut, cut. Pan away from the dumb, dumb Queens boy. <laughs> and of course, he was a spokesman for Hertz Rent-A-Car, among many other things. Yes. Yeah. For when you need to really get away from it all. <laughs> yeah. Murdered your wife and a waiter. So in 1977, he met his uh, wife and future murder victim, Nicole Brown. Uh, he that's was, so sad when that's also got to be the second tag for your life. You know, it's just yeah, like future yeah. wife, future murder victim. Mm. Uh, he was uh, married to his first wife, Marguerite, who if you've seen pictures of Marguerite. Beautiful. Stunning woman. Yeah, yeah slamming. Abs- absolutely stunning woman. And it, they, he, of course, he also had two children with Marguerite. We'll get to his yes, uh, yes. son that he had with Marguerite much mm. later. Uh and Brown and Simpson were married in 1985. The marriage was seven years. And in 1989, after years of spousal abuse... And this, they, is, this was completely grazed over. This spousal abuse, he was like, troubled marriage. You know, things were <laughs> so beautiful in the Audrey house. He was, first of all, a world-class athlete. Yeah, well, and she massive, was just a model. And he, he was a beat. massive star. He was, yes. bo- you know, not only was he a Hall of Famer, but he was also a movie star. So, yeah. And so, it's, imagine yeah. that now with the twenty-four hour news cycle of like, d- this would not have lasted thirty seconds. But we do have Chris Brown and Rihanna. Yeah, and uh, it's, which it is a shame. Like, it, the whole thing is the whole thing is bullshit. Like you cannot. It's if, as long as you're famous, you just you can't be put in jail. Yeah, cops. as we'll see. Cops came to uh, OJ's house eight times in the total of their marriage uh, and never arrested him once, uh, which makes some of the They just went for autographs. Yeah. They were bringing memorabilia for him to sign. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they were love. Oh, we get to go to OJ's house again? Oh, I love it when he beats his wife on Fridays. (laughs) Make sure to bring the Band-Aids and also some Sharpies because I got these jerseys I want him to sign. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, they filed for divorce in 1992, uh, two years before the murder, citing irreconcilable differences. Yeah. Yeah, what? yeah, made me a human punching bag. Oh, okay, yeah. Miss yeah. Brown. That's yeah. fine. Uh, so two years later, Nicole Brown is uh, living the single life, raising both of the kids. Yeah. Uh, OJ, during this time, he keeps harassing her. His uh, uh, Nicole's sister said that OJ many times was stalking her. She said that she Can would Can you imagine how around. frightening that would be? Jesus Christ. But it, also how charming he is, though, at the same time. <laughs> I mean, it would be great if he stalked her as the frog man. Is that a, is that a big frog? In the bushes over there. I'm just looking for some flies. Hey Nicole, uh, do you have a do you have a big frog fella that watches you all the no, time? No, that's my husband, movie star and Hall of Famer football player OJ Simpson. You're that Nicole Brown. You know I'm gonna get my stuff. I'm just gonna get out the back door. I'm gonna go. All right, goodbye. I'm so excited to see him play a frog. <laughs> One man who uh, decided to throw caution to the wind with mm. this particularly abusive and violent man skulking around was waiter. Ron Goldman. Oh, yeah, and he's just the wrong profession. If he was military, uh, you know, former Green Beret Ron <laughs> Goldman, then it would have yes. been fine. Well, he was a waiter at Mezzaluna Trattoria. Oh, and all the a- videos I watched of Ron Goldman, too, they kept going back to them, and it's just 
him with like slick back hair and fucking coke rocks in his nose like yeah. with some sort of like turquoise striped shirt like doing like some dance to like you know in excess well, like covered in sweat he probably got a SAG card from working it's like working at Heckle or Jekyll and Hyde's here in New York City but let's not victim blame but there is no way this actor slash waiter slash possible homosexual um <laughs> Uh, was was going to be able to beat OJ. No, absolutely There's no not. way. I mean, a rage-fueled OJ Simpson? Yeah, I would never want to see that. Yeah. Uh, so Nicole and her mother had gone and eaten dinner at Mezzaluna that night, and her mother had left her glasses behind. And after an extensive search, they found the glasses in the gutter. And Ron said, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to take the glasses back to Nicole. Uh, and some people say that was evidence that they were in a relationship, although Ron Goldman said they were just friends. Yeah, of course, because what else mm-hmm. are you going to say? No, oh, no, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I'm no, I'm just friends with the woman who has the uh, psychopath former Hall of Famer, like, <laughs> nearly invincible movie star O.J. Simpson, who's also got a bit of a rage problem. Yeah, just pals, <laughs> huh? We're, yeah, we're spa- oh, yeah, we're big-time uh, friends. Right. So he goes over to her house, and at 12.10 a.m. on June 13th, 1994, Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman's mutilated bodies. The crime scene photos are oh my God. horrific. We it's- actually, uh, for our live last podcast show, we had a we, had, we did a little censorship yeah. and did not show, but feel free to Google the crime scene photos, and you will see... They are uh, what brutal. a professional athlete can do with a knife. Or yeah. I mean, honestly, because it, it's it's pretty similar to uh, honestly, like the Vampire Sacramento case and stuff like yeah. that, where it's like it is some of the most brutal crimes. Or like Ted Bundy when he was doing the mm-hmm. sorority house murders of just with a like log, yeah. someone who has gone fucking berserk. Yeah, went it all is, over them. It's the opposite of like the Black Dahlia case. There's, there is nothing scientific or medical about it. It no. is just it's. Well, there's certain people they say was, you know, like, obviously, he knew that you had to slit the throat and if you wanted them to be silent, because they were also in the middle of an apartment complex. We'll get into these details. Yeah. So, Nicole was stabbed 27 times in the head and neck, had defensive oh. wounds on her hands, of course. The wound through her neck was so huge that you could see her larynx. Isn't it we- I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but does anybody else feel more, like, I shiver more at the uh, defensive wounds? Yeah, like the idea yeah, of getting my hands yeah, stabbed yeah. to me—I don't know why that. I was like, hey, because I don't care about my head, but my hands. I'm like, oh, it just because they were also doing a breakdown. I was watching some doc about we were talking about this because Ron Goldman, what what was was unknown about him is that he had a black belt yeah. in uh, karate. And he did wow. relatively well. And they were talking about, they were doing a breakdown of what the yeah. fight must have looked like between OJ and Ron Goldman. And it was pretty fucking brutal because that's basically this karate expert, which is always funny because they bring in a karate expert and they're always like 290 pounds right? Like, <laughs> in like in a tiny gi, you know? And he like comes in and he's just like, so, so you got the intruder and he's he's whacking at him. Whacking at him. <laughs> whacking at him. And Ron Goldman's going, sit, sit. Suit, suit, and he's whacking and whacking, and it was brutal. <laughs> yeah, and Ron Goldman's like, no, you're supposed to hit me on my shoulder, and I'm supposed to grab your wrist. Don't you know how to play karate, OJ? So they say that OJ drove to Nicole's house for, of course, an unknown reason. We don't know why he went there. I think the glasses. No, why? No, yeah, they went care. there to have sex with each other. Yes, oh, because no, they also OJ, OJ. Why OJ went to the house because he, you know. He had a he had a hunt on. He was <laughs> yeah, hungry yeah. Yeah, for, for revenge. Some, for some reason that night, so Nicole she puts the two children to bed, and this is a detail that nobody talks about. Yeah, there were two children in that house. The yeah, children the OJ the ended up getting custody of. Yeah, God help us, Jesus which is Christ. insane. And I will say kudos to the news media for backing off on that. 
and backing off of it to this day. Backing off of OJ's children, not involving them at all. No, because oh, you yeah. never heard of it. Thank God. Yeah. But it's also, the, you know... What are they going to do? Maybe maybe they just weren't allowed. Maybe they were afraid of O.J. Simpson. <laughs> yeah, he's on the loose. So she put the two children to bed. She either heard a knock at the door or she heard uh, a noise outside, went out to go check, and, of course, before she was even able to scream, O.J. grabbed her, attacked her with a knife, uh, and then at that same time, Ron Goldman arrived at the front gate. And this is all happening in front of, in front of the house. This yeah, didn't happen right. inside. This happened out in front of the house. Ron Goldman comes through the gate, sees the murder, and O.J., of course, he's still in rage mode, knows that there's a witness. He immediately goes after him. The fight ensues, uh, and he re- he stabbed in the neck and or chest. Or he knew that they were lovers. Yeah, or he knew that they were lovers, yeah. Stabbed him in the neck and chest. He restrained him with an arm chokehold, finished the job, and then after he killed Goldman, he went back over to Nicole, grabbed her by the... She was laying on the ground. He grabbed her by the back of her she head. She was still by alive here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, grabbed her by the back of her head, pulled her head up, put his foot in her back, and slit her throat. Well, that's uh-huh. also where they say that there there may have been evidence of it being a professional killer, yeah. where it's like someone who knew that you had to complete the job. At this point, you'd yeah. imagine, because in a rage killing, I can imagine him flipping out and stabbing somebody a whole bunch of times. Yeah. But then you see it again, and you watch her. It's either like, it, does he feel mercy? And is he trying to end it? Or I don't is, know. Or is he mercy. trying to finish it? Yeah. I think trying to finish it. Yeah. I, I think it's full, I think it's first the rage. That's calm rage. Yeah. Where she sees the man that she's possibly fucking. This man, this strange man coming into her house. Maybe he knew that he existed. Maybe he didn't. But of course, after he kills this guy, it becomes... I'll fucking show you time. Absolutely. And then the idea, but then they, they, you know, this is where more of the conspiracy theories come in of being like, they said that OJ hid behind a bunch of bushes and surprised her jumping out behind these bushes. But in this dock I went, they walked through the whole apartment building like that and the whole area where they were murdered directly on the steps in front of the apartment. And they're like, there's a brick wall here. They're like, he wasn't hiding. So it was either... He just overpowered and grabbed her. But it's also, it was like, it was literally an apartment complex. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how did you not hear the screams? They said it was an epic struggle. The, the, the struggle between him and Ron Goldman yeah. must have been, was huge. It was all over that hallway. I There's feel so like many if mistakes you're in the middle of a fight, though, screaming isn't really necessarily a response that your I don't body know. would I, even do. I start screaming just if I'm alone in an apartment. You yeah, know but I mean? OJ I, isn't <laughs> coming after you to kill you. If OJ comes after you to kill you, your mouth is going to go agape, and then nothing's going to come out. And then by that time, you're in a huge fight. And, I don't know. Uh, I was nice when I was attacked in the street, I screamed. I was like, I'm getting mugged. I'm getting mugged. <laughs> I mean. Which is, you know, this is why you're, help. you're a fun person to mug. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. No, I just feel like, OJ Simpson's killing me. He's got OJ Simpson, Hall of Famer. OJ Naked Gun is killing me. <laughs> Nordberg, no. Maybe that's what sent him over the edge. Yeah, yeah. Not, not Nordberg. <laughs> yeah, you know, Naked Gun 33 and a third came out this same year. It came out in 1994. It had to come out before, right? Yeah. yeah oh, the yeah. editor. Would have to, that would be really shitty for the you know, studio. What's so to deal fucked with. up is that you know that those producers are really like, thank God I did it in the July. <laughs> well, if we spin this right, it could actually help sales, I guess. <laughs> The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast? Your dog. That was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You pet your dog. But you're going to learn about Bark. It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. 
Every month, BarkBox designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But BarkBox sends good little ones for their little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats. And oh, they love their life and they love the they love what BarkBox brings. Because BarkBox brings the bark and puts it in a box. Yep. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Every day, I fight to set my child up for success, which is why... As I sit and read Carmi and Wendy Dune, trying to explain to them the concepts of the savior complex not working, doubling back on itself, the concept of what does it mean to be a living God? What are those limitations? What are those expectations? And honestly, I know they just want chicken. But there are kids out there that need this type of direct help. And IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them understand and master topics in a fun way. Not unlike me, reading children, Dune Messiah, getting to about 365, seeing where they're at, see if they understand anything. There's no more grading these worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. You can't even believe it! You don't want to make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And last podcast in the left listeners could get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash left. Visit IXL.com slash left to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
So four days go by before the LAPD decides that O.J. Simpson is their man. Oh, and during this time, are we going to get into that the way the LAPD just completely messed up the crime scene? Oh, yeah. 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 But they okay. say, so, you know, they so they found blood in his Bronco. He skipped town. He went to Chicago were, for some reason. They were walking on the blood. Like, they were skating on The whole thing was I mean, it was nuts. Yeah, we'll get to all that yeah, when we okay. get to the trial. Uh, so lawyers, uh, uh, O.J. Simpson's lawyer, uh, Robert Kardashian, who you may know as oh, the yeah. father of Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian. What a great history that whole family has. <laughs> Why was this man born? If I could go back in time and kill one person, I'm leaving yeah. Hitler alone. Yeah, if Robert I'm going Car- after Kardashian. Yeah, Robert Kardashian is, was the patriarch of the Kardashian family of Keeping Up with Kardashians. Hmm. And it's said that Kardashian Did possibly- he have a bodacious butt as well? <laughs> I'm sure he, he had to. Yeah, he had to. So he, uh, it said that Robert Kardashian actually went to OJ's house and disposed of the murder weapon, disposed of OJ's bloody clothes. That's a good lawyer. That's a it's real good great, lawyer. Bad person. I want one yeah. of those lawyers, though. <laughs> yes, yes. And so OJ, the night of the murders, uh, he went to Chicago for a Hertz convention, which I yeah. bet he was not on his game. <laughs> no. Does, does OJ look like he is full of blind rage right now? Or? Yeah, every time he sees a blonde woman, he kept through like the guy, Joe. Um, OJ, this is uh, Judy. Oh my God! I killed her. No, no, she just wants to. She just wants to talk about sales hatchbacks. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so OJ, you know the the lawyers convince him to come in. OJ's supposed to show up. There are a thousand reporters there waiting for him, uh, and OJ doesn't show up. What uh, he does do is he sends Robert Kardashian a raw, long suicide note. Robert reads it to the press. Oh, OJ said, "Yeah." Uh, he reads it to the press and he. Says, please, please come in. Uh, and they put out an APB for the white Bronco around 6:30 p.m. Uh, a, car, a motorist. He, they see Simpson in the white Bronco, driven by good old AC. AC Cowlings. Yep, AC Cowlings. Uh, and so, of course, uh, they put a police car on him. The police car comes up to the side of the Bronco, and Al yells out, they're going about 35 miles an hour. Yeah, the Al epic yells, fucking speed chase yeah. of Al, 35 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. I hate, we'll talk about yeah, this. Al chase. yells out, OJ's back here, he's got a gun to his head, fucking back off. The cop backs off, and 20 police cars yeah. follow him, and what follows is a disruption fucking- in the NBA Finals <laughs> when the New York Knicks were playing the fucking Houston Rockets. It was the first time the Knicks had been in playoffs in the, the finals Knicks, since the 70s. The Knicks <laughs> lost, though, right? They actually won that game, but then they lost in game seven. <laughs> but that is fine. Yeah. They uh, they interrupted them. Of course, the Stanley Cup was going on that big day in sports history, big day. actually. Jack Nicklaus's last golf game, but it was all overshadowed by a two-hour police, quote-unquote, chase. There were the 20 news helicopters following this. Collins used his blinker. It is not a chase <laughs> if you signal that you're getting off a ramp. Yep. They drove down the 405, which, you know, man. <laughs> How did they get through that? Yeah, I mean, fucking traffic. Traffic. Oh, okay. Come yeah. on, guys. Go I mean, fuck. It's no 101, but it's still pretty bad. John Starks is over there shooting the ball, passing it into Ewing. I'm missing all of this. Yeah, yeah OJ's yeah. going through the in and out drive through and just being Literally. like, animal style. Animal style. <laughs> yeah, there, He's got a gun to his head. We better. All right, he wants, to, he wants to go through the car wash. I understand. Of course, absolutely. That Bronco Naturally. was filthy with blonde woman blood. <laughs> Boy, that's why I don't buy a white car, you know? <laughs> so, uh, OJ, the oh, Domino's Pizza. So they had record sales of pizza delivery during the entire chase. Uh, the entire 
entire which house is just such a funny. They even keeping those be. stats as well. Oh yeah, yeah there yeah. had to be a pizza delivery driver who had a white Bronco. <laughs> I just had, honey. Did you call Domino's or is, is OJ here? How to get down here to Biloxi? Holy shit! Look at that. It's it's OJ. Simpson, he's delivering pizzas no, I'm, just another, I'm just another black man, sir. I'm not O.J. Simpson, sir. Put the gun away, sir. You know, my aunt lives in L.A., and she saw the chase at the time. She was stuck in traffic, uh, and yeah. she was wondering what the fuck was going on, and she said that she saw this white Bronco drive by and 20 police cars. That's so much fun. 35 yeah. miles an hour on a highway. They were going 20 miles under the speed limit. Yeah. I mean, this well, this was the worst chase It's really in hard US to history. drive when you're trying to keep a gun to your head and change the radio station because you're <laughs> sick of listening to Ace of song. Uh, yeah, that's true. Go ahead, put it on K-Rock. <laughs> I love K-Rock. Yeah, K-Rock is what you commit suicide to, that's for sure. <laughs> so they get back to they get back to OJ's house. He stays in there for 45 minutes, then he goes inside to call his mother and have a glass of orange juice. Ooh, oh, that's yeah. funny. Gotta get pumped up, buddy. Yeah. So, not this, apple juice. What's worse, BTK eating cereal after the Ortero uh, murders or OJ having a oh, glass of orange um, juice? OJ having a glass of himself. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Uh, So they surrendered the Bronco. You can see the scene, too, of him just being like, pulp is sweet orange juice. Uh, Remember when times were simple, old OJ? Ah, yeah. I don't remember. Mm, Sweet to the taste. I Vitamin C for yeah. your bones and your immune system. He does tell everything he loves. Delicious orange juice. And Marcus is I'm truly... I'm fucking kill myself! You come anywhere, Dawson! <laughs> <laughs> Marcus is slamming down some OJ right now. Yeah. Pulp free, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do think I definitely would have to say OJ's a pulp guy. Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Because you could tell by the way he fucking brutally slaughtered his <laughs> wife and her boyfriend. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Inside the Bronco, they found eight grand in cash, a change of clothes, a loaded 357 Magnum, a passport, family pictures, and a fake goatee and mustache. Yes, yes, the disguise, disguise is phenomenal. <laughs> yes, because first of all, He's gonna you're O.J. Simpson. Yeah. You're six foot three <laughs> O.J. Simpson. You're just gonna go, but I've got a fake nose to make me look oh. like the Rocky Rococo's guy. It could possibly uh. be O.J. Simpson. <laughs> My name is Gunther Witterbant, well, and I'm know, from Germany. I know O.J.'s a very good actor, so I'm... I'm I'm very conflicted right now. This is his other name was yes, it was the theatrical chameleon, OJ the Chameleon Simpson. Right. So the trial, if for anyone who wasn't alive during the time So he doesn't commit suicide. He doesn't commit suicide. He, he literally gets, pulls into his house. He pulls into his house, he uh he surrenders peacefully. Yeah, because uh, his son came out and was just like Daddy, come on! Daddy, please. I don't know. That's my that's my James Simpson impersonation. But what is that? Is he a paraplegic Brit? Daddy! <laughs> Why you got to be doing this? <laughs> now he sounds like a, sex, a soccer player in Mexico. Oh, so, right. For anyone who wasn't alive during that time, you have no idea how big this fucking trial was. Oh, there trial was a, of the century. Trial this is of the really century. not an exaggeration. Yeah, in the Los Angeles Times, uh, the case was uh, the front page story for 300 days. And there were the big three networks. They gave more nightly news broadcasts than both the Bosnian War and the Oklahoma City bombing combined. This is what they, this is all they ever wanted I'm, to happen. It's the beginning <laughs> of the end for real uh, news. Yeah, because yeah, they discovered they were like, look at these fucking. Ra-. They made fun of an Anchorman too. Yeah, we're just being like, look at these ratings, guys. All we got to do is get more celebrities to kill themselves. We should yeah. dump more fluoride into the fucking water systems at L.A. You're bringing fluoride into I'm this? I'm just saying. Yeah. One I'm just an- saying. <laughs> One analyst uh, fucking, they uh, estimated 
$40 billion in lost productivity due to this case. Uh, of course. Oh, yeah. And the, because the people that were glued to this case were all people working construction jobs. And like, and this is my other question, too, is that who, uh, how much fucking, uh, how many billions of dollars in production were lost in the calculation of how many billions <laughs> right. of dollars were lost in the productivity of the. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. it had to have taken a while. And of course, the Tonight Show with Jay Leno loved the case. Dancing Edo. The, the infamous Dancing Edo in which Jay Leno brought out a troop of men dressed as presiding judge Lance Ito to and do dance numbers. Lan uh, Mr. Ito loved it because Judge Ito was, talk about Kardashian uh, being a publicity whore as a lawyer and oh, as the his old offspring. This whole Ito thing was, I mean, yeah, this this might as well have been on a soundstage in, in L.A. You know, yeah, it was a parade. It was of, for all intents and purposes. It was a parade of idiots. Yes. Yeah. The whole thing was a parade of power hungry, attention hungry, the fucking morons that were all so happy that this and happened. I just want to say this too. That is, to me, that's offensive. Yes. Yeah, dancing yeah. Edos. I mean, we're talking about it and obviously we're making like, we know this is a terrible case. Yeah. And we got into the gruesome details because we have to show people, you know, how brutal it was. Dancing Edos. Yeah. Literally dancing around murders of, like, of two people. At least this is a fucking TVMA podcast that's celebrating all the darkest shit that we that we find. Where it's like that's Jay Leno. That's Jay yeah. Leno. Time put on the dancing Edos, honey. I love that. Yeah, yeah. this is it's it's absurd, and it, and it shows. It, it was the beginning of the what you said, the beginning yeah. of the end of real journalism. Yeah. Where it's like now, every, because things are so obsessed with celebrity. Now it's like when you have you know Lindsay Lohan pussy farts. Right. She's <laughs> on. She's in the fucking Huffington Post. Like she's in these like big named newspapers because we're all so fucking obsessed with celebrities I'm that actually, we love I and want we want to cover every single fucking minutia of what they do. I do love those pussy fart stories. That's I'm not gonna lie. I mean they're great. Yeah the uh, the prosecution the lawyers there were uh, Christopher Darden and Marsha Clark two yep. incompetent fucking idiots unbelievably stupid people. I cannot believe how much the defense ran circles around them. The defense was uh, Robert Kardashian. Flea ba Bailey, mm -hmm. who when I was a kid loved calling Flea. Flea Bailey. Flea Bailey. <laughs> He's a, I just loved saying that. I annoyed the shit out of people with yes. that. Uh, yeah. And of course, the star of the fucking trial, Mr. If it the glove does not fit, yep. you must acquit Johnny Cochran. And you get the feeling that Darden and Clark were just like, Cochran's using rhyme. <laughs> he, he didn't tell us he was going to use rhymes. <laughs> There's no way we can compete with this defense. Now, what was the... So the evidence here was... So there was a left glove left behind covered in blood mm -hmm. outside of the Nicole Brown sister's house, right? There was the left glove uh, covered in blood. This was sort of the night of people leaving their glasses and gloves places. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, that's what happens yeah. and everyone's being a stumbly bumbly. <laughs> I guess so. Yep, they found the left glove uh, in the... Uh, in one of the left gloves in the yard and the other left glove or in the right glove in OJ's home outside of OJ's house yeah, right no. backyard with as the sun rose they were able yeah, to see yes, they which, found which leads to a lot of speaklation yeah. also there was, there was a, blood on the Bronco right yeah. which was possibly linked to a cut on OJ's hand they mm -hmm. said it may have been a defensive mm -hmm. wound for a knife there was blood on the handle of the which, Bronco by the way the, a very tiny cut Yes, very small. OJ got off pretty, he won. Yeah, Absolutely. he, he yeah. definitely won. Uh, uh, and of course, another thing that they introduced was the uh, years and years of abuse suffered mm. by Nicole Brown. Absolutely. Sensen. And then the two blood-soaked socks yeah. that were left on the floor of OJ's bedroom, which just seemed like, all of which seems like, okay, you're in a hurry to get to Chicago because you just murdered your wife and her lover. Right. Better take these blood 
drenched socks off that I have, like all because they're soaked with their blood. And then you just leave them. I think this is a part of the reason why Nicole Brown Simpson and him broke up. Messy. He's just leaving his <laughs> yeah. socks and his gloves everywhere. You know, and then OJ freaked out because he just, I just want, it's my house. I'll leave my socks where I want to leave them. You're so upset about it. You pick them up. And then that very habit mm-hmm. almost put him in jail, but not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Well, uh, of course, they played, and there's this famous 911 call, and I, I, I don't know if we want to play it, but if you, if you truly want to hear a woman gripped with fear, listen to this 911 call. Play, because, it, for, play it like five seconds yeah, of it, uh, and then you'll get the idea, and then if you want to go further, go further with it. It is, it yeah. is uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, shocking. Yeah. Can you get someone over here now to 325 Gretna Green? He's back. The frog man's back? Okay, what does he look like? He's That's how famous he is. The 911 operator, all professionalism out the window. Oh, the sportscaster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. the famous sportscaster? Oh, yeah, I know him. Oh, that's yeah. That's, yeah. That is just a fucking L.A. problem, though. Everybody yeah. would love to arrest a celebrity because then you get a fucking fun little moment that you could put in your live journal. Right, right. <laughs> so all this is playing during yeah. the court. But yeah. um, are we going to get into how Cochran and uh, Bailey... Uh, they were able to turn it on the LAPD. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of shit because, you know, like famously, the guy that was in charge of the investigation, Mark Furman, mm-hmm. yes. was not a good man. <laughs> well, branded a bit of a racist. Well, you know, it's easy to be branded a racist when Wait. you have logs and logs and logs of you saying the N-word oh. 41 times. <laughs> and then also just saying like the LAPD- stuff like, it was like every, you know, you know, the first five or seven sentences out of an N-word's mouth is always a fucking lie. And like saying like mm. all of this crazy shit. Yeah. And of course, been this like, is... you should have been watching the microphones, bro. <laughs> Got to. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that tape was from a 1986 interview that she did with a screenwriter who interviewed Furman for a screenplay she was developing on police officers. So, and that was his defense was he was playing a character, but yeah. I don't think that he was. What? He, he's um, a cop. He's not an actor. <laughs> no, we get away it's with LA. Saying, it's a, everyone's an actor in LA. But we get away with saying that we saying horrible things in character because we are true performers of this of the screen and stage. Well, we're not racist. No. That helps. <laughs> that also helps. Yes, and we also don't have the power to imprison human beings. That's the thing. No. And Absolutely of course, not. the LAPD, they had the uh, the Rodney King beatings. Yeah. They're, this I mean, was, I mean, the, this time was the racial tensions uh, in America were palpable. It, this was only two years after the LA riots. Right. Uh, and, that, were, and that was not... Uh, that wasn't so much um, calmed down and peacefully settled as it was like stuffed underneath the rug, bubbling yes. over. Uh, oh no, the whole place was a, was a fucking powder keg for yeah. a long time, and this was the perfect example of like because then you have two sides of an argument of just being like they are trying to because the way the prosecution can say it was basically what they said they're trying to frame a prominent black man of a crime of the most heinous crime, which is the, as we know the killing of a white woman is right. like the most punishable crime, mm-hmm. sure. and so it's like they're trying to frame him for it. Right. But the problem is he had this fucking history of true violence. And the LAPD yeah. planted weapons and drugs constantly on, constantly. on, on poor black people. Yeah. I mean, the, the false imprisonment rates were through the roof. It was really... Um, no, it's a horrible it's just, town. The saddest thing about it is black people needed some 
vindication. And yes. it was just unfortunate that OJ was the face of it because he's guilty. Yeah. And yeah. He, he murdered the person. And Johnny yeah. Cochran knew exactly what he was doing. The jury was 10 black women. Uh, two Latino men and I think one white guy. And then how did they really? So they they threw it apart a couple different ways, right? Was it was it true with the evidence they said about OJ's socks? What they said now is that apparently, yeah. So a part of what ha- a part of what we said is like the DNA testing and all of the crime scene handling that happened during the OJ Simpson case was fucked. Well, like, it wasn't so much fucked as it wasn't. Uh, people didn't believe in DNA testing yet. This was yes. the first trial where they really yeah. used it as a critical cornerstone of a case, and people are like, I I don't see it. I don't see any yeah. Danae. What, they what are you say talking that, about? That, that the jurors, like, they were all very uneducated people. Hey, sure. what's uh, DNA? What's Danae? Danae? It's just a bunch of letters to me. Yeah. Yeah. They, no, just, no, Danae. they just said that they just couldn't understand it. Right. If there was no CSI, you know? Like right, if right, you right. Maybe if you had, like, a college degree in which you took some sort of biology class, you might have some understanding of what DNA is. Yeah. But before, at, in 1994, people had no fucking clue. And the prosecution decided to... To make that the cornerstone of their case, which mm-hmm. was a big mistake. It was experimental science technically at the time, yeah. and it all fell through, especially because they didn't handle the scene correctly. Yeah. And they were, people are, you know, corners walking through blood. People were saying, like, there's, they, one they showed story, up. there's one story where this huge piece of blood, it was a bloody thumbprint on a door handle. They didn't take it off the door handle. The next morning, a guy came and replaced the knob. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and then he was like, I'm sorry, hours. I thought you guys had already checked to, you know, taking the sample. And they're like, oh, yeah. no. 36 and, hours after the thing, because of L.A. neighborhood ordinances, the whole thing was hosed down. So it's 36 it, hours after the murder happened, the whole thing was fucking steam cleaned. Yeah. yeah. So they and, just brought out an elderly Italian guy in a robe. And he just like cleaned the sidewalk like he does every like Thursday. every Thursday. Yeah, and there was all and there was a, a woman who took a blood sample and she left the blood sample in her lab coat for three days. So stupid without, without turning in. She was a trainee, by the way. They put trainees right. on this crime scene. And then where some of the conspiracy theories come in is that they were apparently you know when they were finally going through all of this DNA evidence is that one thing they said is that when they checked the blood that was soaked in the socks of like OJ Simpson socks is that they were filled with this chemical that normally that you would put in after the fact of collecting blood and what it does is it makes sure that blood does not coagulate mm-hmm. and what they, they found it was in this blood it was present in the blood that was on these socks so there and like and so the scientists basically said was well, like it can't show up naturally in the blood. It maybe it could show up naturally in the detergent of the socks, right. but we have no way to, to really show that. But it's like, if it doesn't occur naturally in the blood, then this has obviously been handled blood and these socks have been treated. So even if the mm-hmm. LAPD would have handled this crime scene, Columbo perfect. Yeah. You know, if they would have just There like, was corruption going on was, as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they were covering up their own mistakes. They yes. weren't... I mean, that was the problem. Yeah, and they fucked up with the glove, too, because the glove was, uh, you know, it was de- it was OJ's glove, yeah. but the glove was soaked in blood, and then the LAPD froze the glove, which caused it to shrink. And also, Johnny Cochran's other uh, tactic in that yeah. was he had OJ go off of his arthritis medication right, right. for a couple of days, which caused his hands to swell. Hands to swell. Yeah. And then, of course, let's not forget the rhyme. So Cochran, <laughs> Cochran, Cochran worked backwards. He's like, I've got this great rhyme about a glove yeah. and a quit. So I just got to find a way to get I there. I just got to get that glove yeah, around. Let's, get, there. There. let's yeah. get that glove on there. And, of course, the verdict comes in. Uh, Domino's Pizza. 
They said that between the hours of one o'clock, Jay Leno and Domino's Pizza are two of the biggest (laughs) shitty motherfucking things on the face of the planet. They They got so much mileage out of this. So much. They said that uh, in the 15 minutes before the verdict, there were record pizza pizza sales once again. But from one o'clock to 1:05 p.m., not a single pizza in America was ordered. I want to find out how many pizzas were ordered during 9/11. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) the same. I bet there has to be that number somewhere. And he. Is found, of course, as you all know, he was found not guilty. People were afraid of, uh, of course, they were afraid of riots if you were to be found guilty. That's, I remember the they closed country. down our middle school because they were afraid of uh, race riots. Yeah, and in my in my middle school, they gathered us into uh, the home ec room to watch it live. Oh yeah, Ooh. we watched it live. Yeah, everyone, we watched it the live entire well. country shut down. Completely. They brought in. Oh my god, that was. This is really going to age us, huh? They brought in a huge TV. <laughs> I this remember massive oh like wheelie god. thing. Do you it remember was like those the, TVs <laughs> that you flap open the front and has the three colored lights on the was, front of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was such a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. we're old. But we watched it, man. Yeah. So a couple years later, uh, OJ goes free in 1997. The family of Ron Goldman they bring a civil trial against him, f- trying to sue for wrongful death. They win. Uh, and they were awarded $33.5 million in compensation. And OJ is- had to sell everything. He sold his Heisman Trophy. He sold yeah. all of his memorabilia. He was Well, he went, he went out. out there to get that memorabilia back. Oh, yeah, yeah we find that. Uh, but then yeah. it was like the whole thing hinged on his, was those Bruno Muglies? What was it they called the shoes? Uh, Bruno Muglies. Yeah, the Bruno Muglies <laughs> that he was fucking wearing that they were like only one of 300 made in the United States. 299, sir. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> cool. It's just so funny where it just shows everybody, you know, if you want to get away with a murder, wear pretty generic shoes. <laughs> right. And the thing is, I guess we haven't even mentioned, uh, there is so much to this story. We didn't mention Cato yet as well. Yeah, we didn't, yeah, we didn't uh, mention Cato. Cato basically was uh Cato was, was his technically his alibi, which yes. is just like, yeah. of all it of sh- the, we've, this whole story is just filled with these LA actor piece of losers. shit morons yeah. where it's just like Cato Kalen could not have been the the worst the worst man. Worst. Yeah. That could have been the dude to provide your alibi. It's just being like, you know, this is my buddy fucking Doobie James. He fucking <laughs> rolls doobies professionally. Right. And he's just like, yeah. there's no way OJ could have done it because he was at my house and we were playing Twister. Yeah. yeah. Kato Kalen was a fucking bit part surfer dude who lived in OJ's pool house. For free. For free. And so OJ <laughs> yeah. also, was, that was one of OJ's defeats. Fucking- he was like, I always helped out Kato Kalen. I let him live there for free. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he turned his back on me. Yeah. And then Kato got a job, I believe, working for Entertainment Tonight, which just shows you how disgusting this whole fucking the whole was. thing was. And then he was in the surreal life later on. Uh, for, and what are you famous for? You're famous for being close to a double murder. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all it. you're being famous. Yeah. It's it's so this whole thing is is of all the crimes we've covered, like and all the things we've done, it's so fucking dirty. Yeah, it's dirty yeah. and it's, filthy. Ugh. It's just Isn't full of everybody getting yeah. their fucking because they all want a piece of the pie. This is yeah. all about attention, and yeah. the pie is fame. They yes. all want that fame. Yeah. Even it, a dumb, frumpy Asian judge <laughs> succumbed to the idea of being a Hollywood superstar. Yeah, yes. and if you want to talk about dirty if i did it november 1996 oj simpson wrote a book called if i did it if anyone can find a link hypothetical there is a thing there there is supposed to be a download of it somewhere well, no it was published is it published ron yeah. goldman's father published it yeah uh, and he good. changed the name to if i did it confessions of the killer and on the cover he puts if really small yeah like if <laughs> i did it confessions I, again of murder ron goldman's father is no better than anybody else 
Almost, I mean, I would yeah. never publish a book described when if a killer kills my son. Well, I'm not letting that killer to, write, a, write a book and, and describe it to, to the masses. But I'm certain that that money went to victim, like victim, like associations and stuff like that. Like there, yeah. there was, must have been something. I mean, to how it. many people are reading books? Oh, people! I read three hundred grand. I read books. <laughs> did you read this one? No, I did not. No. Thank you. No, no, my point. Even the ghostwriter books. I don't like this. sports books. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would this be categorized as sports? <laughs> well, you said this even in the you, you were talking about how like this the ghostwriter yeah. of if I did it was being like I have no doubt yeah. that O.J. Simpson <laughs> murdered this yeah. woman. And, and there what was the thing is being like, well, if I did murder, wouldn't that just show that like I loved her a whole lot, right? Oh, a ton. That was in the Esquire. Interview, yeah. In an interview with Esquire in '98, he said, "Let's say I committed this crime. Even if I did this, it would have to have been because I loved her very much, right?" God, that was a damn. direct quote. Direct fucking quote. <laughs> it's like when you love pizza, you got to cut it into slices. <laughs> yeah. So you know, because sometimes like of a pizza, like you know, I have my I love pepperoni pizza. I if too, I see yeah. pepperoni pizza like in the hands of some fucking twenty-five year old <laughs> fucking slick back hair piece of shit fucking waiter, what am I gonna fucking? <laughs> I'm not gonna fly off the fucking handle. I'm not gonna go and cut up some pizza. So and make sure to go out there and okay, make sure to go out there and buy uh, OJ Simpson's new book. If I did it, uh, if thank I, you. If thank I did you so it. much for being if here. If I did uh, it, everyone should be so fucking lucky that Rose. I okay. won't maybe not do it again. All right. Boy, Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try Every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some chow. Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs in a whole bunch of chow. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out 
how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Hi! Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. And, of course, in 2005, we have one of the most bizarre releases in the history of media. I will say, of all the things we've ever covered, this is by far the most inappropriate thing that has ever been made. Right. So let's backtrack just a little. Okay, so in 92, he's off trial. So now he's, no, everyone knows he's a murderer. So everywhere yeah. he goes, you know, he has like a date. Hey, murderer OJ. Hey, murderer, like, all this I'm stuff. I'm a football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. trying to rebrand himself this whole time. He's still attempting to work. Yeah. Uh, which that's going to hurt your Hurts career. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> but, uh, but he just kind of hangs around Los Angeles, still golfs, goes out in public. Um, He's just being yeah. a public figure, probably getting paid to be places because they're by, sh- by really terrible people. Yes. And still a punchline at this point because yep. this whole time he's talking, I'm searching for the real murderers. Yes. Yeah. Saying Which, that they were a hitman or something. No, shit the like whole, that. this whole thing is, is, again, it just shows like it, that's how far of a joke it went. Like, we're not the joke. Like, no. last podcast is not making a joke of this. No. America made a joke of this. Yes. That's how seriously they did not take these crimes. <laughs> yeah, they really didn't. Yeah. They really didn't. Uh, so, 05, OJ, and now he has custody of the kids as well. Yeah. This whole time, his kids are living with him in the, in the uh, I, I believe they in the listened same mansion. To him because yeah. they listened to him murder their mother. They were they had they had their ears on. They had oh, their little headphones on. I remember as a yeah. kid, I always slept with fucking earplugs in yeah, just yeah. so I 
wouldn't hear my father kill my mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. In the eventuality. <laughs> so, man, weird. I mean, let's just hear. Let's let OJ tell you what he did so this in is one, 2005. This is one of his projects. And this was produced by the same guy, I believe, who produced Bum Fights and other really classy productions. Yes. Get prepared to witness the most highly anticipated video of the year. Get, Get used to you won't believe your eyes as you witness O.J. Simpson performing hilarious hidden camera jokes, outrageous pranks, and shocking stunts on unsuspecting people all across America. And you'll witness all the non-stop, uncensored madness caught on tape for the first time ever in this incredible video. Where's the Bronco? This insane footage is so controversial, we can't even show it to you on this commercial. Get juiced for only $19.95, but that's not all. You've been juiced. Call now during this special TV offer. You'll also get the amazing unauthorized bonus footage absolutely free featuring the ultra sexy, completely out of control, juiced rap video. You won't believe your eyes. Order now. Juiced. And you know, I've seen that video, I don't know, 30 times. Yes, but uh, you actually, we you downloaded the video. I downloaded Juiced itself. Uh, unfortunately, Did you watch it? The file, was, the file was corrupted, but I got to see some of the outtakes. Uh, him and... Uh, it's just strippers. It's just strippers. And I've got a, uh, you know, the music video that he made. Uh, Do you want to, can we hear some of his rap? Yeah, let's hear some the of other that. The other thing, it, the, the, the Vice just, I don't know, just a couple of days ago, put out with a guy that was... Was like the funny dude for yeah. Juiced, and he basically said like OJ was just plied with liquor the entire time, uh, showed up late, and he was like all the producers didn't understand because they were like it just seems like OJ's just in it for the money. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah you fucking moron. He owes thirty three point five million dollars to the families of the people he fucking murdered. Seems like and the so morality of the double murderer we got like isn't good. Yeah, and so now and so yeah, like one of the pranks was him selling being a car salesman selling a white Bronco mm -hmm. out on the street, and he autographed it OJ Simpson over an accidental bullet hole that was found in the side of the thing. Nothing but jokes. There's another one that is kind of funny. He's giving somebody a soda through a drive-thru window. He takes a sip of the soda. <laughs> they were not expecting that. OJ. OJ. Yeah, they were saying like most of the pranks were just being like, oh shit, that's OJ Simpson. Yeah, like the <laughs> laughter like usually it's like a hidden camera like everyone's just like, oh, you got me. Yeah. You, yeah. This, this was a funny fake security thing here at the airport. But then with OJ everyone's just like, oh yeah, I got it. Oh, oh, it's a murderer. Oh. Yeah, yeah there was one on the, uh, prank on the golf course where uh, the guy, the accomplice, went out and was just stealing golf balls from all of the other golfers. And, of course, the golfers got super pissed off at right. the guy. And OJ's supposed to go up and say, like, hey, you've been juiced. And he just walks up to him and goes, uh, I'm OJ Simpson. And uh, they, they, but they were juiced. That's yeah. juicing hey, them. That's getting juiced. juiced. Those guys, luckily, didn't... they didn't get like uh, extra pulp juiced because um, that's what they did to Nicole and Ron Goldman. Yeah, extra yeah. pulp. <laughs> yeah, here's some of that music video. That And by the way, I can't post this on the page because it's just full of titties. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. full of it. Yeah, so if you can get an invite to Cinemageddon and download the torrent, you can see this shit. But yeah, I can't post this. So if here's you can some get of, an invite to Cinemageddon. It's very difficult. <laughs> you got to beg these assholes. But you have to be at least 35 pounds overweight and love cheese buffs. <laughs> Believe me, I have sent email after email to Cinemageddon. If you're listening, <laughs> send me an invite. I love you, Cinemageddon. My ratio is 1.5 to fucking it. My ratio is 1.5. I got a good ratio. Don't kick me out. All right, well, let's not get the nerd alert out. All right, let's go. Why do people wonder about my 
my intention uh. Why do people ask me so many questions about How I made it to the top Out all the times I made those deep defensive stops Because he's a murderer. <laughs> I'm not a Simpson named Bart. All right, they get the idea. Yeah, he's yeah, a murderer. He's, yeah, yeah, he's a, a double murderer. Uh, football player, actor, rapper, murderer. murderer. Mr. Simpson, what haven't you done? Oh, uh, you know, I sure haven't really, uh, really haven't perfected my barbecue technique. <laughs> oh, my. Well, that's next for Mr. Simpson. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, as we know, O.J. Simpson is in jail right now. Yes. Yeah. Now, this is kind of ironic because... This is this just is kind one of, of the scam. most. It's just pathetic and fucked up and yeah. sad and like one of the most. Like of course, like again, the most like L.A. a Las Vegas way to go to jail. Yes. Yeah, in Las Vegas uh, in 2007, he uh, broke into the hotel room with this guy Bruce Fromong. All of these people are fucking losers all and these, scam yeah, artists. He was a sports memorabilia dealer. All what? the all the guys that OJ were with was work. They were working for the government. Really? That's why they and they had the gun. OJ didn't actually have the gun. No, uh, no. So they pimped him. They pimped him. To oh get yeah, to totally. Yeah. Put you him know? in jail. Um, yeah. I mean, all you. It wasn't very difficult because they're like, hey, OJ, they got your stuff. And he's like, Oh, better go get it. Yeah, well, better get it, guys. And he's like, Yeah, my my name is Jim. Jim, I've never seen you before. Why do you have that earpiece? My name is Jim. <laughs> Better go get my stuff then, I guess. Uh, he was sentenced uh, for kidnapping, weapons possession, assault, they a threw slew the of him. charges. He was sentenced to 33 years in and prison. And if you get a chance to go to YouTube, uh, listen to the judge sentence him, uh, sentencing him. It's a woman. It's a white gal, blonde, as a matter of fact. Mm. And uh, the first sentence is uh, out of her mouth was, just want to let you know this is not retribution for oh. the double murder, which is like definitely means that it was. That is retribution. Yeah. Another interesting thing, uh, during uh, OJ's time of freedom, I just remembered, he met a girl, another blind, blonde gal who looked just like Nicole. This became his girlfriend, who of course reported being uh, beaten on a regular basis. Yeah. He met her outside of Nicole's house <laughs> where he murdered uh, Nicole, and then he's like, oh, you look just like Nicole. He would make her dress up like Nicole. Uh, it was really bizarre. Um, uh, so that's another little thing that he was doing before the... Uh, well, I can't uh, wait till he's paroled. 33 yeah. years from now. <laughs> well, no, he's eligible for, for parole in three years. And the judge, the parole judge's first sentence will be like, this is not retribution for your double murder. <laughs> yeah. Back and in we- jail. <laughs> and right now, O.J. Simpson is under the protection of a man known only as Smoke. Good. Because he's afraid that murder other people in the prison, because it's the 20th anniversary of the murders, sure. might kill him just to make a name for themselves. And that would be, a th- if you're going to kill somebody in prison, you kill the juice. Yeah. I just can't feel like it sounded like the juice. It sounded like you just said you kill the juice. No, you kill the juice. <laughs> I didn't say kill no, the juice. Of course not. Of course not. But it sounded like we could use that as a great sound clip if we need to for the future to derail what is wrong your with you? political career. <laughs> yeah. I think the whole podcast has ruined the political career. So now we've heard it. We've heard what the man Uh-oh. thinks that you should know. Yeah. Now we're going to get into what really fucking happened. Who had their fingers in this fucking pie? What's bigger than the the, gov- the, the government's quote-unquote truth? The people's truth. Yeah, and yeah. the people's truth Tumblr. say it was... The Illuminati. Illuminati did it. That are were working through the CIA to use MK Ultra mind control techniques to get OJ to... 
fucking participate in this farce so they can ignite a race war in the United States because the Illuminati, they're all about divide and conquer. This they're all my, about this taking... This is my question. This is my question. Yeah. If, if it did lead to a race war, yes. right, I would say you're right. But did it? Well, it didn't. Not quite. It did not. Mm. However, it did. So they did. failed. Well, I mean, not really, but kind of. It's a long game. Yeah, a long it's, game. It's very much a long yeah. game. That's a, it's another thing to divide the races of America. You have to divide Because they're not the doing that by themselves. No. You know, people don't tend to go to uh, you know, similar races yeah, and uh, well, income. It's, you know, you know, it's the Illuminati pushing yeah. them along. Right, <laughs> right. Fucking right, right. poking them in the back. Oh, it's, not, it's not real estate? No, 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 it's not the intense division between. Who controls the real estate, Ben? That's true. Century Twenty One. Who controls Century Twenty One? I just feel like a fat white bald guy. Maybe that's the Illuminati. Okay, I see your point now. I see. So we talked about earlier. You mentioned the cut on his hand. Well, apparently the cut is a telltale sign of MK Ultra mind control techniques. I have never heard that even once. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm here. Okay, so now you have heard it once. You've heard it once. Well, what is part of their programming is it's kind of a fail-safe mechanism. If the programming that they have starts to fail, if they start to remember their program, like their actual programming techniques, their time in the programming program, then they're supposed to cut themselves on the finger or on the arm, which is a fail-safe mechanism, which puts them back into their MK Ultra state. So, what if you just like happen to be cutting some onions well, and then you slice your finger and you're like no 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 I was fine no well the Illuminati you go, you just go back you know the cut does not make you remember the memories the cut makes the memories get burrowed deeper into your brain I don't want to be a negative Nelly but I <laughs> feel like there is some discrepancies in the information well there's a lot of connections here because yes. did you know that OJ Simpson's mother was a member of the Mendocino State Mental Institution during the particular time period that Arizona Wilder who was programmed for her future Illuminati role from infancy to the age of 19 mm. by the Auschwitz and of death, Joseph Mengele. So when he was in America, just living in Arizona, when he was working for the MK Ultra program, I thought you were hip. I know that I knew that I knew, but I thought he was doing it through the first version of Skype from Argentina. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. She so, was there. He was wearing just a big, colorful, like orange Afro wig and like a mustache, <laughs> going like, "Oh, hello, um, my name is um, um, Bonkers." Bonkers. <laughs> nice to bonkers. see you. Weird. So O.J. Simpson's the totally rad. Insane O.J. Simpson's mother. She had a small mental disorder. No, she worked there. She worked. There. Oh, okay. so she yeah. just worked there. Yeah, okay. yeah. She worked there with those people, mentally the CIA's insane. people. And speaking of the CIA, O.J. The CIA actually, don't really hire very good people. They're no, bad. Yeah. No, because the problem is you can't because that's that's where they got your fucking ass in a sling. Is that they <laughs> hire bad people and crazy people because then what they do if they get caught they say they're bad people, they're crazy people. I see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the, absolutely. And furthermore, it is said that investigative journalists uncovered certain information that this was actually perpetrated by a CIA assassin because of a major mm -hmm. unpaid cocaine debt because Nicole Brown Simpson was involved with this other woman who was in deep with these people. Well, couldn't you it have say, just been a regular drug dealer? It could have been. But, but we under, all know that the CIA is in bed with the Colombians. That is true. That also is, true. That is 
actually true. very true. Yeah. It's possibly and true, it yeah. said that, and you mentioned it earlier as far as the hired killer theory goes, is that her neck, her, the, the way her neck was slit, known as a Colombian necktie. Yeah. So um, I just really hope the hired killer wasn't told to make it look like an accident <laughs> because it was it did not at it's all. It's like uh, she slipped on banana peel, fell on a box of knives. Box, box of knives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Someone had ordered that. And not only were these people involved in the murder, they were also involved with jury tampering because it is very possible that the jurors were they were subjected to mind control during the trial through the television sets in their hotel rooms. Do you rooms. think maybe Domino's had something to do with it? <laughs> Ooh, maybe they did. That's a conspiracy theory yeah. I can get behind. Yeah, some say there is one juror, one alternate juror, who is dismissed. It's said that she sat for in a sequestered hotel room staring at a blank television screen. Now, the television program Hard well, Copy. Also because we get these people just from the, the general population. You know? so There are a yeah. lot of people who spend most of their nights sitting alone in a room staring at a blank television screen. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the lunch. <laughs> I, uh, is that? You're on the jury. Oh, great. great. Well, when, when is lunch, by the way? Well, we already had lunch. You, I, I you ate it. it. I watched you eat it. Oh, I did I eat it? <laughs> I, I, I just forget. I love lunch. <laughs> do you got a TV screen that has nothing on it? Absolutely. Come this way. She's going to do great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good work, Christopher. <laughs> Mr. Darden. We're well, never going to lose this case now. Well, trusted news program Hard Copy uh -huh. reported that she had been hearing voices and it's also said... She just left her Walkman on while she was asleep. Yeah, and she's in a hotel, right? Yeah. So these walls are not thick. I'm sure she was hearing voices. You always hear voices in a hotel. Well, according to Capital I, Capital J, or Capital I, Capital R investigative reporter Alex Costanillo, he said that the dismissed juror attempted suicide by eating broken glass. <laughs> God help us. <laughs> I mean, or it's just, just LA and she was working on a circus trick to try to get on some dumb wood. Can you believe she did that television? Yeah, show? or yeah. she was already fucking demented and thought she was a chicken. She's eating broken glass because it's just like, I got to do something to no. digest all this grain I've been eating. It would be kind of nice, though. Everywhere you go, you just see a bunch of food you can eat. You know, every window. Mm. Was like, mm. Yeah, big old steak window. I'm going to suck on that trash can over there because mm. I'm, I'm feeling it today. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's the other. That's and of yeah, course, that, then and then there's Glenn Rogers, yeah, the serial killer, but he was he, in jail. Yeah, so. Glenn Rogers. You know, he was on a, a program he on just ID Discovery. Yeah, yeah. He just he confessed, but he also confessed to seventy other murders. And Cleopatra, most importantly, I think was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and most importantly, Glenn Rogers was in fucking jail. Yeah. At the time of the murder, yeah. so he didn't do it. However, there is another theory, Henry. I'm gonna let you take. This. Oh, okay. They were talking to Herzog. Uh, his son James Simpson is which from his first marriage, right? Jason Simpson. Jason Simpson, I'm sorry. His son Jason Simpson was from his first marriage, and they, uh, they there is a, a series of beliefs that he could possibly have done the murder himself. That he was on he was on antipsychotic medication, and apparently he had been using it like and using it offhandedly. Like he would take it sometimes and not take it sometimes, and basically said this medication was a type of medication that like if you don't take it. After a, a length of time of taking it, you can have a psychotic break. Yes. And we know this because a private investigator that was hired through this, um, it's called the O.J. Simpson, the story of O.J. Simpson, which is this BBC documentary, they hired this private investigator whose whole thing is, 
I look through people's garbage. You'd be surprised. <laughs> but it's literally, he's just like, you'd be surprised what, what things you find, what secrets you discover when you look through people's garbage. Yeah, like and mail and what they yeah, ate oh, yeah, and absolutely. stuff like that. So yeah. he went through J uh, Jason Simpson's garbage and found basically bottles of tequila and bottles of the empty bottles of this antipsychotic medication. Yeah, because his father killed his mom? Yeah. So then you drink sometimes <laughs> to just try to forget that. Yeah. You know? And so the, the basically the way they say it is that there was discrepancies between the times when he, during the time of the murder, he was supposed to, he said that he was watching television in his apartment from from midnight till three o'clock in the morning. Now, what show did you say you were watching? I was, it was called The Story of O.J. Simpson. No, what story was, what, what was he watching, Jay? They, didn't have, they did not say what he was watching. Oh, well, actually, Ironically, Jay Leno, The Tonight Show. Really? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Very interesting. Um, but yeah, so there is there is a series of beliefs that maybe yeah. he did it, he flew off the handle. And it said that there was a, a beanie cap found at the crime scene that Jason Simpson is seen wearing in other photographs. Uh, and it's also, it's possible he was a waiter at this restaurant and Nicole and her mother were supposed to go to Jason's restaurant to eat dinner that night, but did, ended up going to Ron so Goldman's this is, this place. is over a tip. <laughs> this yeah. is over like this he didn't get his $7 tip from the stupid calzone he was going to be serving him. Yeah. So and it's all that he hallucinated. Uh, it said that in his diary he wrote, it's the year of the knife for me. I'm out of medication and about to rage. Yeah. Which he, cool. does, he does sound like a DJ like, it's the year of the knife here in 1994. Yeah. I'm out of medication and about to rage. Yeah, year of the knife <laughs> does sound kind of fun. I mean, Here's Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> Uh, Boy, I did a great job. Today. I gotta go kill my stepmom. <laughs> Excuse me, what was that last part, DJ? Oh, no, sorry. Let's let, get the lead out. Oh, okay. That's much better. I swear to God, he said he was gonna kill his stepmom. Um, all right. Well, let's, I think that's it for OJ. <laughs> you okay? Okay? And at the end of it, I just choked on some OJ. Oh, Yo, my God. OJ strikes again. <laughs> He'll never stop committing crimes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Every time you choke on OJ, think of Mr. Um, Simpson. So I, I do want, I have a friend named Sam Marine that is all doing a Kickstarter for a, a, a independent movie called uh, Man Underground that cool. is based off of a, a, a amalgamation <laughs> of different UFO uh, and and conspiracy theorists like you know kind of like Phil Schneider and and uh, what's his name. Um, Kind of like Phil Schneider and Rob Schneider, like and like Rob Schneider. <laughs> yeah, Phil and uh, Rob Schneider. Yeah, but uh, the, guy the guy who wrote Communion. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, communion. yeah, Whitley Strieber. Oh. Whitley Strieber. So it's like a and it's a, it's a really great project, and you should donate to it. So what's if the you want to uh, see it? It's called the, Man Underground. Man Underground. So you just go to Kickstarter and search for Man Underground. You yes. can find it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. give yes. yeah, give him some mm -hmm. cash. Oh yeah, and everybody, uh, head over to iTunes and leave us a shit ton of reviews. That yeah, helps we, us out so much. It puts us up. That's what puts us up into the top two hundred. We just broke the one hundred. We broke the 100 yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we're we're kind of popping into there here and there, but yeah, we we the uh, if you want to get shit, get us into the top 50, the top 20. We can. Yeah, if all we of you go and leave a review, then you'll fucking shoot us up to the top. Make iTunes put us on that front page, then all of America and then the world yeah. will have to deal with us. Then, then, yeah, then, <laughs> then, you know. It'll be great. Then yes. we are, we are, yeah, we're, we're strong. It's a strong group of individuals. Yeah, very strong. Yeah, Go join great. the Facebook page. Have a great time. Our out success there. is your hey, success. Hey, so do what relaxes you this exactly. week. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. be like OJ. Don't get caught no, up in rage. No, feel like, oh, I want to kill somebody and behead him. I always just say, watch the Jay Leno show. <laughs> is that still on? Oh, did they cancel it? What are they no! going to do? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Jimmy Fallon and watch the other program and of course listen to all the shows here on CCR you know yeah, you know yeah, the yeah, ones man. that you like and listen Cape to comedyradio.com hail check it out. Satan uh, hail yourself I'll gain will you 
Hail, hail me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll do a Magoostalations and... Oh, and congratulations on the 1994 New York Knicks for winning the Eastern Conference Finals. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 988-988. 